From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Let's do it. Oh, I should crack open the cold beer, huh? I was we've not paying a, attention, dude. We've got a dark black raspberry sour Boom. from Tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was one of the only other tailgate beers they had at the uh, place I went that we hadn't tried yet. Really, uh, I really should uh, get some lessons mm. in in learning how to drink. I opened the beer before I put the koozie on, and so now I'm trying to koozie up after I'm. Uh, this is this yeah. is on me. This is on, and also Fosters though. This is also on Fosters. Yeah, yeah. we so, uh, got some videos coming out with some Fosters Australian for piss. But uh, how are you this week, bud? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Had a had a good weekend. Uh, you know, hit the pool. We had a awesome Friday night. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, to old Paula. That's O L E. That's not old. That's not <laughs> old Paula. You got to be very clear when you uh, when you're talking about a woman and and use the old descriptor. Yeah. Old descriptor. Uh, went to the went to this nice little place in Merv. <clears throat> And then did uh, had some good food, and then did uh, our first official James Bond drinking game. Yeah, it was a shit show. That was rough, dude. That was rough. We uh, there was a whole lot of factors that uh, that came into play on how rough it was. Mostly was mostly we ate for two hours and, and continued drank. to drink yeah. while we were eating. And then decided, let's do it. Yeah. It's time. And it's a um, lot of drinking rules. Yeah, it was too many. And like and wh- whoever made those rules and said finish your drink whenever you whenever 007 is uh, within 12 minutes of the movie, 007 had been said four times. Yeah. So yeah. it was rough. Yeah. But uh, you know, hit the pool. Uh Stephanie's family's Father's Day thing. Also, a uh, video not out yet, but one you guys will see, a dope slip and slide yeah. video. Yeah. It's probably one of our doper videos we've had, 100%. and we've had some dope videos. Yeah. So, but uh, how about you, man? Pretty good, man. Yeah, just uh, working. Uh, just it's it's hot. It's getting hot outside, dude. I hate this time of year. It's just too hot. But super excited for our Baltimore trip coming up. Yeah, that's gonna be a dope boom, time. Boom, 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 boom. But don't forget, check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. The full version of our James Bond drinking game will be up on Patreon when I get that finished. Uh, and don't forget, June 26th is our live show with Paul and Zach McCann over at Tailgate HQ. Yeah, it's a sour beer. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, come on out, 12.30. We'll probably get it started around 12.45, 1 o'clock. We've got some giveaways. Uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. But let's hop straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Dougie Hamilton could be on the move. He's unrestricted and seeking more than the Canes want to spend on the 28-year-old. Uh, the the 
the fact that they don't want to spend that much is uh reported by the athletic uh where do you think you you think that you you think they'll they'll cave and keep him or do you think he'll find a new home here soon i think they'd be stupid not to keep him um i mean they were on the cusp of of a cup you know i mean it's really crazy for me to think that they're gonna just let him go because they don't want to spend the money on a dominant defenseman in this league. I I don't know that they will keep him. I don't know a whole lot about their, their general management and um, you know, in their, how, how do they stick to their guns type of deal? But I can tell you that a lot of teams would be chomping at the bit to, to get him in and spend the money yeah. on him. So, um, but let's let's say he doesn't stay with the Canes. Where do you think a good landing spot for him would be? Montreal. Montreal would be good. Um, I think that the, the Rangers, the Rangers would be it would be a good fit as well. No question. I think that the Panthers might be a decent fit yeah. for him. You know, um, uh, his style of hockey kind of fits theirs. Uh, I think there. I mean, but realistically, I don't think there's a bad. I mean, there's bad spots that he probably wouldn't be able to yeah. do much. But I don't think there's many that will be uh, turning their nose up at uh, at old maybe, Dougie maybe Hamilton. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh could use it. I mean, you know, Chris Letang is getting a little older, and um, you know, if they're gonna keep be keeping Crosby and Malkin. You know, they want to surround them with pieces if they have the money. Uh, Edmonton, realistically, if we're really talking about a place that needs Dougie Hamilton, it's Edmonton. I mean, they have some great defensemen on Edmonton's team, but not anybody like Hamilton or Yossi or Carlson. I think we're a little defense heavy. Uh, I think that obviously I'd love to have him. But I think that if we're going to spend that kind of money, then we need to be spending it elsewhere. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I think our, our defense was not a problem. Our our one big problem on defense was, was our third pairing. And I was really pleased with our third pairings all year, all different groups of the third pairing that we, that we had in the place. Uh, the one move that Nashville made bringing in good Branson I think that was a great move. He really gave a different plug in, but I mean, we are, we were much better on that third pair that you didn't, I mean, you remember when Yannick, Yannick Weber and Matt Irwin were on the third pair, it was like, okay, not if they're going to score, when are they going to score and how, and how, so I would love to have him. Obviously, I'm not not turning my nose up at that. I just don't think that roster-wise, it's a good fit for either party. For sure. Uh, <clears throat> Jason Spezza re-signs with the lease for NHL minimum. Uh, so that, you know, he was... It's uh, like pre- 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a decent little pickup for them. There wasn't much transaction news going on outside of the obvious little playoff coverage, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> so let's jump straight into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The Supreme Court of the U.S. on Monday unanimously ruled in favor of college athletes seeking unlimited benefits tied to education, which is a big win for, well, justice and also for, you know, kid, you know, these 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 are young adults getting what's due to them. A little bit. They're still not getting an actual paycheck, but 
now laptops, things that will can be tied to any form of education can now be given to them. And it's before, you know, if, you know, if they needed an, a, a laptop or something, they couldn't get it. Right. Yeah. They couldn't have somebody give them a laptop. I mean, I remember uh, MT- being at MTSU when Dwight Dasher was there playing quarterback. He literally got uh, got dinged by the NCAA for gambling with some old men. <laughs> and and uh, I mean, I, I am I am more intrigued. Obviously, this is a much needed and I really don't care. They can. My opinion, you should be able to get whatever you can get whenever yeah. you can get it. Uh, obviously, they're limiting, you know, what you I'm just ready for the the guy that's uh, it, I doubt that most student athletes are in anatomy classes but i'm just ready for the strip club club bill that's paid because yeah. dude's in anatomy okay yeah. so this is a this was a learning experience for him yeah <laughs> i'm ready for the uh i'm ready for the salesmanship of the different benefits that they get like the uh, ohio state guys that got tattoos I w- he's an art class. Yes, okay. He's an, art he's an art. He drew the tat himself. Yeah. They're like, it literally says, uh, you know, no regrets. No, no, <laughs> no regrets. Uh, suck my balls in old English. And it was like, he, it, that was his, uh, his theme was old English. Okay. So, yeah. uh, but no, what a, what a huge win for the, and, and, and you know, as well as I do that when we get a nine Oh ruling in the Supreme court, it is overwhelming yeah. towards one Well, the NCAA you things. know, decided to come out and pretty much say, like, we understand where they're coming from, but we still believe that we have the final say on the matter. It's like, no, dude, you literally, this, there, is no, there is no bigger <laughs> final say than the Supreme Court. They're that, just like, yeah, we understand. Like, they're just like, we, we, we agree to disagree is what a, they're saying. It's a, it's a funny thing about the Supreme Court of what a lot of folks don't understand. And we had this a lot in 2013 when the ruling on, on gay marriage came into play. The Supreme Court doesn't make any laws. They interpret the laws that are already on the yeah. books. And so they didn't say, okay, well, we're going to make a new law that says they can, they can do that. They're saying that these are the current laws that the, you know, that our country operates by. How do we interpret it? And so this is not a, this wasn't a debate. They didn't, you know, uh, Gorsuch or John Roberts did not call the NCAA and was like, hey, we're going to do this, but it's really your call. Yeah, (laughs) it was a, it was a pretty much the Supreme Court said it. That's it. That was that's the that's the law, buddy. Like, I mean, we've 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 interpreted the law. If you want to spend all your billions of dollars to pay lobbyists, which you already do to go and try to get a new law enacted, that's on you. But we have interpreted what is yeah. currently and precedent on has the already been books. set. So yeah. it's going to be a lot harder to get it overturned now. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, <clears throat> moving on. Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib became the first active a uh, player to announce he is gay. Nasib made the announcement on Instagram saying, I've been meaning to do this. It for just a- slipped my mind. It was just, ah, <laughs> I've been meaning to do this for a while, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Uh, so, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's good to see that players are up because I'm sure he's not the first gay NFL player. No, it was, there was that one from uh, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. And but he, I'm sure other than there was got cut. Yeah. And though. I'm sure there were many, many other NFL players who were not open. Right. Yeah. Right. This is not the first, first gay man that ever played in the NFL. It's just the first actively open gay man that played in the NFL. And, you know, it's, 
it's awesome. It's awesome for a whole group of people. It's awesome for, but like the thing is, it's perfect for him because he plays for the Raiders. And so nobody's even going to be thinking about him being gay. They're just going to be like, dude's a Raider. He's terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, uh, is there anything else bad about him that we can hate on this guy for? <laughs> it's like nothing that comes to mind. Mostly just the Raider thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's really awesome. I'm uh, I'm glad to see. And he was a pretty high draft pick, too, right? Yeah, I think this is his second year with the Raiders, sixth year in the league. I think he has about 25 career sacks i think he's their starting defensive end um he's a i mean he's a good athlete i mean obviously he's an nfl player but he you know he's a, <laughs> he's all right he's all right but uh all right uh SB's beth athlete and men's sports final uh finalists have been released tom brady lewis hamilton nikola jochik and Connor mcdavid i'll be honest man jokic jokic i love tom brady the man should not be for SB's best athlete no best football player sure if it was yeah and uh, even then it's athlete. like honestly like listen he's the he's a goat he's the goat but we're talking about best football he, wor- be- he rolled like, he rolled in playing with mike evans yeah. and chris godwin like and- athlete is a ha- athlete means something patrick mahomes an athlete tom brady well yes technically an athlete not the best athlete on the I field would, i would absolutely say that there has been no point in Tom Brady's career in which he should be considered the best athlete in sports. Okay. Again, like you said, greatest football player, best quarterback arguments are made for best all time. That dude runs like a sub four (laughs) nine. Okay. Like he is not the, uh, the athlete. I, I think it's Jokic if I'm being honest. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, McDavid, I, I McDavid was, is McDavid is great, and don't get me wrong, but I think falling into that category of best athlete, I think you got to get out of the first round. Yeah. I think you got to get out of the well, first round. Well, not just round. that. Like when I think af- af- athlete, I think athleticism. Yeah, you. But I mean, being a NBA player, me. I mean, you are. I mean, well, listen, he's I mean, a big man that yeah. can, that is listen, all over the court. I'm too. sure Conor McDavid is one of the most fine tuned athletes in the world, but at the same time, you put him on a basketball court, Jokic. You give him a two weeks to learn how to skate, and he's—I mean—he's a natural-born athlete. Yeah, I, I would—I would agree that I think Jokic is the is the winner here. Although I don't know a whole lot about Lewis Hamilton, yeah. but I'm very confused that there's not one European football player. Like, where's Cristiano Ronaldo? Where, where are those guys? They are. I think they. Is this America? They, is this they, North America only? I, I don't know, but I just think that they are swimming in their uh, swimming pools full of cash. Yeah, so I they was just say, because honestly, Cristiano Ronaldo is a better athlete than all of these dudes probably combined. Yeah, and I would even, you know, not e- not even being a huge LeBron James fan, I would find it hard to argue that he isn't the yeah. best athlete. And I guess they probably, I would imagine that he's won best athlete before and stuff. I think this is more like best actor, you know, like uh, in, in the Grammys type, of, not Grammys, the... Uh, Oscars type of stuff to where it's just it's really talking about the best sports star of the year. Yeah. So but I still think it's Jokic, no question yeah, in my mind. All right. Getting into our main topic today. We've got our playoff coverage. Currently, as we sit in the semifinals, the Lightning lead the Isles three to two after a whooping last they, night. They almost got two wins for win, win, yeah. winning last night. Eight to nothing. Almost got mercy ruled out there, man. Eight to nothing. That, I, I was, uh, you know, I was doing, before I knew we weren't doing the fantasy show today, I was doing some research uh, for that. And I was looking at the points 
the playoff points. Like the first eight are lightning play, lightning players. <laughs> like yeah. it is ridiculous. Like how many points they have. That has been a good series, though, man. Yeah. That has been a really good series. Both these semi- semifinal series have been really good. They I'm excited really for are. You. I really hope if it works out, because and as long as mine come in, come as long as my sweater comes in in time, we're wearing our Habs jerseys for the Saturday show. Hopefully, and if yours doesn't come in in time, I'm I'm gonna still wear yeah, mine, bro. No, that works. Forget yeah. you, bro. Forget you. You know. Yeah. Order something earlier. I'll, just, some I'll, wear, I'll wear my Hurricanes one or something, or my Vancouver, just so we keep it Canadian. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Hey. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's been a, a great couple series. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's been. I'm I'm kind of happy that in our online stuff, none of us got Kucherov like super late and like snuck him in there because I felt because whoever had Kucherov right now between you and I, if you one of us had Kucherov, that would be the guy in the lead. Yeah, Kucherov has been killing it. Um, so I'm kind of happy that he kind of stayed on the bench. Uh, but yeah, so I got real lucky in that uh, eight, last night's game that, you know, you got a lot of Tampa players. Somehow my guys just got I don't it have too, too many. I think I have Braden Point and Vasilevsky, which is, yeah. I mean, essentially. Yeah, yeah and I think quite, so I might actually have more. I've got Palat and Hedman yeah, I mean, and those, Stamkos. Those, I think I have like something like uh, 384 points and I have 118 are from Point and Vasilevsky. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, All right. Uh, we are flying through. Did this. we even mention? Did you say Golden Knights and Habs are tied at two? Yeah. Okay. Well, hey everybody, Golden Knights and Habs—they're tied at two. So. In case you didn't know. In case right, you didn't. Let's know. Uh, get straight into our joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Alright. This one comes from Down Under. Oh, Down Under, hey. Yeah. Didn't even real didn't even think about that when we did the Foster's video. But after this one, I've actually got one very kind of like this. That I want to talk about from actually comes from our in-house medical correspondent. Oh, this came from her oh. and an experience she had at her new job. We you, saw her the other day. Yeah, um, you know it's always good to good to see yeah. our in-house medical correspondent. Yeah. And it's important that I'm I'm not going to mention where she heard this story because it's at her brand new job. But you know if you know her, you'll know where it comes from. But let's go, jump straight into this one. Boys at a Northern Beaches Anglican school were told to choose the qualities they looked uh, looked for in a girl. From a list that allocated more points for virginity, looks, and strong Christian values, uh, rather than generosity or adventurousness. I think this is gonna before ever even like really scoping out the uh, actual article. I think this is gonna go the opposite way that they think it's gonna go. <laughs> like this chick is de- she loses so many points because she bangs so many guys. It's like, oh really? Which one? Because I just would want to avoid her if uh <laughs> the year ten male students, which I believe would be like juniors, I think. Year so- ten sophomores. Sophomore. Well, I think that they do different I think they only go up to like year eleven in in England. Well, that I- makes sense. Yeah. I, mean, I guess they, you or know. maybe year 10 is the, I don't know. Year 10 might be seniors. I don't know. Uh, either way, year 10 male students. So there, you know, probably 16, 17 uh, at a co-ed St. Luke's grammar school, grammar school. I'm very confused because I thought grammar school was young, but I don't know. Why don't you look up what year 10 is in Australia? I'll do that. I'll do that. You can continue. <laughs> Before we start talking about like four year olds or something. <laughs> right. I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into a charge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the year 10 male students at co-ed St. Luke's grammar school were separated from the female students for the Christian studies exercise 
in, a, in another classroom, girls were given articles to read about why remaining a virgin until marriage was important. The female Between 15 and 16, so probably sophomore. Okay, okay. The female students were furious when they heard about the exercise given to the boys. All the girls were disgusted and really offended, rightfully so. Um, uh, the boys described their task as build a bitch. <laughs> I told you, man. I already told you. Like this is going the absolute opposite way that you think it's going. The school's as headmaster. School. You already know this guy's the villain. He spells Jeff G E O F F. Oh, Jeff. And it's Lancaster. Like that dude is like a Game of Thrones of villain. <laughs> Jeff Lancaster. Jeff. <laughs> uh, uh, the school's headmaster Jeff Lancaster l- late last week sent parents a letter to apologize and address the year ten students directly on Monday. That was my bad, guys. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's just I mean, whoever thought this was a good idea should obviously be fired. Right. There's their marketing guy. It was just like, look, we need an idea. He's like, I saw I just watched for the first time ever this dope movie called The Social Network. And this dude became rich after he did a website ranking girls against each other. Not just that, but this seems like. This seems very complicated, and I think that's not necessary. They, the boys were, uh, were a, let's see, a slide was projected onto the whiteboard telling the boys they had 25 points to allocate on qualities they would look for in a girl. The qualities worth six points in the exercise included popularity, loyalty, good-looking, attractiveness, intelligence, a strong Christian, and kind, and conservative, and virgin, and trustworthy. Seems like a lot of different things you're just throwing this in. This is like a whole lot. It's a whole lot. The five-point qualities included being physically fit, easy to talk to, fun sense of humor and wise while the four point qualities included sporty sexy goes to church <laughs> honest doesn't lie or cheat and is friendly i like strong christian being six points but just goes to church like you still get four but like she's a weak christian then okay. you got three points well dressed and groomed artistic good manners good pedigree that is that oh that that's cringy uh ambitious goals hardworking, great kisser Again, oh, well, a again car. How is a car, bro? <laughs> you get three points for having a car. That's I mean, they got gross. good credit score. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Two points for the right height. Good at school. Brave. Stands up for rights. Socially competent. One point. Favorite hair color. Favorite eye color. Has money. Sincere and serious. Generous. Adventurous. Similar beliefs. Cares for the world. Comfortable. Even in quiet moments. This is an I, every, outrageous. Can I? It can got, I can I say real quick on the two point list of stand up for rights? It was like a trick. Like anybody that got mad about it, they're like, boom, that's a two pointer right there. Yeah. <laughs> this is absurd. This is absurd. Yeah. I'm like blown away by it. Um, I wonder if there were girls that were attempting to get the lowest score possible. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, look, the favorite hair color thing, like. I am just so confused about it. Like, I would like a video demonstration of how you. I'm surprised like they didn't your... do it and then have like an assembly, like just saying, "All right, girls, so here's you... how you uh, last, here's how you ranked this week." So you get 25 points. Do you have to pick one from each? Or I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm still very confused. Let me just let me just do the quick math. Six plus five plus four plus three plus. Two plus one. No, that only equals twenty one. So, like you, so they have to pro- they have to prioritize what is important. Okay, but you, but you can't have everything from the six point list if that's what you right, care about. But it seems like they put all their like favorite stuff in the six point list. You know, like so, like ah, oh, wanna. 
But but at the same time, wish like, I could have a virgin, but I've already allocated most of my points. So <laughs> <laughs> this is so it, it's just so weird. I want to know what happened in this in the in the in the teachers room when they were like designing this. Like this is going to go over great, guys. Like does I this make sense to everyone? And the female teachers were like, Ugh. like I, I I feel like I would want to go in and be like, look, if I'm being honest, I've only spent like eight of my points. And it's they're mostly on one because you did the dope stuff at the very at the very bottom. Uh, favorite hair color, eye color, has money, sincere and serious. You know what? Cancel that. No sincere and serious. Uh, is there a you know generous? Obviously, we want to get like, a lot of money. I want yeah. them to be generous as well. Uh, similar beliefs. They also believe in giving me their money. Uh, cares for the world. I'm a part of this world. They care about me comfortable even in quiet moments <laughs> what even is that right height <laughs> that's you get two points for that like i'm i'm uh i would really love to you know as much as i don't want to see this in action i would love to see this in action i just wanted to see some of these 15 and 16 year olds allocate yeah. their 25 this sounds points. like like this legit sounds like something straight out of the handmaid's tale I've never seen it, but oh. it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've never seen the show personally, but it's um, this. It's the, it's the school. It's uh, yeah, it sounds just like it. I'm so the second one we got a big two for this week. So a this is at a local Nashville school that is uh not is it's a private school. Not gonna tell the name. A uh, a teenager walks in. He's a he's an athlete there, and he asks, you know, hey. How come colleges require so many shots and vaccines? And he's told, well, you know, there's a lot of people from the world who come there. They want to make sure everyone has their vaccine. He's like, cool. Well, you know, I have my vaccine. Does that mean I still have to use protection when I have sex? And he's asking a person, <laughs> not, not, not my family members. Not our else. medical correspondent. Yeah, not our, and she, and so she, the person. Stop asked, calling our medical correspondent your family member. <laughs> it's really, it's really delving into yeah. the fact that we have our a medical, medical correspondent. Yeah, our medical correspondent. This is not uh, who, who has asked this question. It was her predecessor. Uh, and they had to think for a moment. It's like, well, do I tell them the truth or do I have to tell them the bullshit that the school wants me to tell them? So they're like, well, first off, don't have sex. But yes, yes, yes. Use vaccine. The COVID vaccine does not help you against STDs. <laughs> but it helps against COVID. Yeah. So this kid just had was just going off to college thinking that a COVID vaccine was going to help him uh, against STDs. Locking it down, dude. This dude's this dude's going to have his first experience. He's like, you know, he's taking this chick back to his dorm and he's like, she's like, do you have protection? He's like, yeah. Pulls his arm up. Obviously. Yeah, got the shot. Obviously, I'm two weeks out from the Pfizer, baby. What up? What up? And he was like, just to be safe, though, I went to another clinic across town. Yeah. Got the Johnson and Johnson, too. I got all five. I'm uh, the most powerful man on earth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much Thanos of I vaccines. I will not have kids for years. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, but I am planning on getting my booster. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. Uh, I mean, both of these. Um, what a joke, right? Like, um, also, you know what the, I think uh, obviously this is horrible. The biggest joke though, is that Australia private schools call their high schools grammar schools, which is what I'm the most disturbed yeah. about. That's, uh, they should have known grammar by, I mean, I guess they are Australian, but sorry, Keith, I didn't, I didn't mean it, Keith. I didn't mean it, but, um, yeah, I'm blown away. Uh, St. Luke's 
What's up with you, bro? <laughs> Medical correspondence school. What's, What's up? up with you, bro? What up? What a joke. You guys are all, you guys are getting on par with my boy James Dolan, which we have not heard from in a while. I feel like yeah. we need to bring back some past stories. I think he's James staying Dolan. quiet because the Islanders are doing decent in the playoffs. So he doesn't want to be a distraction right now. Should we provoke something yes. from him? Should we tell him that uh, Spike Lee it wants to reignite the beef? Uh, yeah. You're it's here on. Post. It's First. on. James Dolan, beef's back on. Yeah. From Spike, Spike Lee. Spike Lee called you a bitch. He called you a little baby back. What <laughs> up, dude? What up? Uh, all right, let's move into pop culture. We are covering Thunderball, and you only live twice. Thunderball was really good. Awesome, dude. It was so awesome. You only live twice. I th- wasn't. Well, it's, it's not, not really horrible. hard to know <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't remember much from it. The last half of the movie was rough. Yeah, um, I don't remember a lot of the plot. I, I remember the uh, uh, one satellite deep throating another satellite. Yes, there was a lot of satellite and deep a lot of racism. A lot, and but it was a little less racist than than we previously went into it thinking it was going to be. Like yeah. we thought that there was going to be like some straight up, you know. Uh, racism towards like Asians slurs. like slurs and there really was not that I get and the one thing that um was fairly racist uh which I mean I would imagine not racist at the time but you know as things progress it was just more insensitive it seemed like like they gave James Bond a makeover to make him look Asian, <laughs> but like they it was just really his eyebrows and didn't. his hair. They really didn't, uh, you know. Like I thought they were straight up gonna like paint this dude, and it was not like that at all. It was more like it would. They been taught really him funny they, if he came out like a geisha. They taught him like a little kung fu and stuff, and then they were like, "Look, it you was can't, a ninja school. You can't slick back your hair anymore. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta brush that forward." And that was really pretty much it. Yeah. I think he. I think he banged some guy's daughter for sure. Something I like mean, that. pretty much. I think at first he said no. Eventually he talked his way into it right. on, a boat, on, on a boat or something. A lot less sexual assault yeah. uh, than the others, though. Thunderball was uh, rampant yeah. with the assault. It was a really like good right movie. Like right out the gate. Like right off the bat. Black he was mail and extortion. He was threatening to get somebody fired if yeah. they didn't. It, it, the, the, the conversation went exactly like this. It was... Please don't tell my boss. I'll get fired. And he's like, Charlotte has a price. <laughs> and then they were begging. And so it was rough uh, as far as, but it was, a, it was the most spy-like movie to me. Yeah. Uh, I really, really enjoyed Thunderball. Some guys got, you know, the bad deal, the end of the deal on it, uh, for sure. Like the guy that saved the, I never remember the girl's names. Um, unless it's like something overtly sexual, like, like uh, pussy galore. Yeah. Pussy galore. I remember her, <laughs> but it, this is, it was not her. It was, uh, another girl, one of the specter agents, number two, uh, his, like, I guess I, I, what I can only assume was like his, you know, Butler, his lackey, you know, his, like his second in command type of deal got grew a little bit of a conscience. And saved the saved the girl. And then James Bond was like, oh, here you go. Here's a, a life preserver. They're on a boat. He tosses him out. He's like, I don't know how to swim. He's like, there's no better time to learn. And then they, you know, they get out on the life raft and they get saved. 
but never address the guy yeah. that they've allowed to die in the elements out there. Let's say that yeah. he did learn how to swim. He did have a life preserver and there was an island close. It was on fire and blown up, but let's say that they did. He did learn how to swim. He was legit in like the middle yeah. of the ocean. Uh, so well, they let him no, they die. were they were about a mile off the shore because remember they yeah, they, they were a mile think off that the shore. This, did that guy look like he could swim a mile? No. no, but I mean, you knew the coast. I mean, the coast guard just lost like thirty men. They were hopefully sending backup. Yeah, because they were like, like, do we need guns? No, we have harpoons. Should we use our advantage of being above them? No, let's go on level. We're gonna with them. we're gonna give this an even bar. Yeah, you're saying the coast guard definitely found him, but like the coast guard in this within were this movie had very uh, poor tactics, like. You knew yeah. that the that that everything that was was happening with the with the nuclear weapons and stuff was happening. Was your navy not on alert? Like yeah, they we're talking about like a nuclear warhead. I mean, Pensacola has like one of the biggest navy bases in the country. Like that can't be that far to like spread out your navy. Yeah, this was definitely a navy <laughs> job, not a coast guard job. When a when a nuclear bomb right. by terrorists is right off the coast of Miami, right? Like you're battling underwater agents but it just seems like you could also have just very like, confused on the tactical choice to go in with bright orange uh uh speedo suits it was not smart it was not and smart. a bunch up like we're talking about like in the fact uh, the underwater fight the harpoon versus harpoon crew was just insane well james bond took it to a different level he and he just started him. he just literally started murdering people by pulling their hoses out of the oxygen yeah. and uh, i would imagine the pressure probably just dead uh I, and again no, they, made, they were only like 15 feet under the surface no that's what i mean that's what it looked like there was no. there was a, still a lot of light where they were everyone could see pretty clear that's a movie bobby <laughs> they were deep dude they were deep in there uh you made a really good point and i don't want to steal your point that you made it, it was almost like they ran out of budget because it seemed like there was going to be massive shark attacks and uh, they just had him harpooned to death. Yeah. So like, like when he was in the plane and the shark was following him, I thought, okay, this is clearly good. He's going to have to fight the shark and he just leaves. I think that there's an extended cut where like he fought the shark and they're like, Ooh, we can't do that. It's like, no, that's racist against sharks. Okay. (laughs) We're going into the next movie and we're going to use all our racism chips on that one. Okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, they were both good. Um, I was, I think we've said this a couple of times. I was very surprised about how I enjoyed Sean Connery. I do stand by both of our original statements of is it, he makes James Bond more military-esque, where he's yeah. more of a soldier than a spy. And Stephanie's brother-in-law, uh, I guess soon to be my brother-in-law, what up? Uh, we were talking about... <laughs> He's a huge fan of of uh, James Bond movies, and he has the whole box set yeah. type of deal. I was for looking at it. it's expensive. Yeah, he's like so he's like a huge fan. And when I said that to him, he's like, "Yeah, I can really see that what you're saying." Like he agrees. He he was a, a Pierce Brosnan guy as well. Like he's the most James Bond esque yeah. of the group. So, um. Good movies, though. We're moving on to uh, George Lazenby. Yeah, uh, he's got a couple, and I think our next drinking game one is yes, the man with the golden gun will be our next drinking game. Um, and then after that, we've got uh, Roger Moore's 
the living daylights which again i think i that i've literally never heard of that one so we might have to maybe not do the last one because i don't want to do one if it's really bad and i've since i've never even heard of that one but we'll but may we'll probably do that um then we're doing we're we're not doing one for dalton uh he's just got license to kill but then goldeneye brosnan's first one we're gonna do a drinking game yeah we're in, we're gonna actually do the uh Austin Powers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're going to do the, the uh, and we'll, we'll probably do the trilogy all at once, do a drinking game for the trilogy. Just do pick a day and watch the whole trilogy. But let's jump into questions from the internet. It's 500 years from now, and you're the person in charge of naming this era. What would you call it? Hmm. 500 years. So that's pretty much 2,500. Wow. Yeah. Really good job. It's really 2,521, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 25, uh, close enough. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for your math skills, yes, you are right on point. I mean, <sighs> wow, that's a big, the big ask. Yeah. To name an era. I know. I'm calling it old tech, you know, because I would imagine 500 years from now, either we're all dead or... <clears throat> Wait, we're naming the era we're in now. Or we're naming Current the era. Oh, oh, okay. I thought we named the era. Naming in, this era. Okay, I thought we were naming the era in five hundred years. No. Oh, so what we, we would not. We would have no clue. Okay, so we're naming this. I would call it the big change because when you think about what happened in this era, like how long is the era? First off, uh, I, would I would consider imagine. this current era from like from the end of World War Two to like I I would say like two thousand thirty maybe. I mean, I don't know how long an era is, so it's kind of hard to know. An era in geology is probably not what we're looking for several hundred million years. Yeah. All right. So the term era is very loose because since we're not going to use the geology term. Um, so at first I was thinking, you know, like maybe the end of World War Two to like. But I think more than that, the era we're now, I would have to say what I would call the big change is the beginning of the dot com boom. Kind of changed yeah. everything. 2000 forward. I'm thinking 2000. I would to, say 1995 is when the dot com bubble started. Sure. But it was just, I mean, that was not the the era of the internet that we know. Yeah. That was just like there were some chat rooms and like internet was being used. But I would definitely, like, when things. historians look back, I also think that they're going to see a, uh, a tremendous change in culture when all, you know, when culturally we started speaking out against injustices like 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 i know we don't want to get too much into that but at the same time like in 2010 like people weren't there there wasn't as much people fighting for social justice as there was as there is now i guess that's the so point i, would I say, guess that's the point that i'm trying to make though i would say 1995 was, to th 2020 is a was was such a massive like I would say there was more technological advancement in that time period more than any yeah, other. So time. I'm calling it old tech. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason that this is happening is it's not that it wasn't, wasn't happening. It's just more well known because of all it's the videos. Just, everybody is available to, yeah. to say something, say yeah. something, do something, whatever you want to say. So, yeah. So I would say the big change you'd say old tech. I'm calling it old tech. Okay. You got another one for us? I do. Uh, if you were stuck in any food and had to eat your way out of it, what would it be? I mean, I'm going to choose the same thing I always choose for all of this kind of stuff. Choosing pizza? Yeah, no question. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you're stuck in pizza, are you like flat? I would imagine flat. Okay. Because I feel like a scotch egg would be easy to get out of. 
You get a lot. I'm of not different- worried about easy, bro. I'm trying to eat a full bodied yeah. man pizza, dude. Oh, oh. So I'm thinking I'd be shrunk down to the size of the pizza. The pizza's uh, enlarged yeah. to the size of you. Well, whichever. It oh, does yeah. it Does it really I, matter yeah. though? Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. I, I think a little bit, but probably not. Why? But I'm just thinking from the exterior <laughs> view. Like seeing a life-size scotch egg would be pretty terrifying for some people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like there's not many things that I feel like I could eat a body size of. And I think pizza is one of those yeah. things. Maybe ice cream. Yeah. The, ooh, the brain freeze would get on you quick though. But yeah, I'm going to go with pizza. Yeah. Pizza's the, pizza's the obvious answer here. Oh, or a waffle. Yeah. See, it doesn't say you get all the fixings to yeah, it. Like if true. you just have a cheese pizza, like you could. It's still delicious, but like just a waffle, like yeah. bro, I don't want to eat my way out of bread. Yeah, you know, like maybe garlic bread. Ooh, not bad. But again, is that not? But it does. But it, does the garlic bread come with the fixings of garlic? I'm getting pizza. Uh, yeah, because garlic bread itself is made with garlic. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, it would have to. I mean, we get to make it up, and that's all it says. <laughs> we get to choose, like. <laughs> You're you're trying to get deep into well, you it. Like tell me my waffle doesn't get the fixings because the waffle is a waffle in itself. A garlic bread is not garlic bread without the garlic. It's just bread, Bobby. <laughs> toast. <laughs> it's just toast, dude. <laughs> it is just toast. So yeah, pizza's the obvious answer to me. But there's a lot of other good candidates. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't feel like I could eat my way out of it. All right. You have to be haunted by a ghost for the rest of your life, but it could be any dead person you want. Who are you choosing? Oh, and only you can see and hear them. I haven't really given it much thought yet. Oh, I have already given it, given it the most thought. Are you really want me to to drop this knowledge on you, yeah. dude? You're gonna be very sad. I, I mean, promise. Okay. okay. Steve Irwin, dude. No question. I told one. you, dude. You're gonna be one. very sad. Like, it's like, what a dope ghost. He's like, oh wow. He's like, don't. He's like, don't swap that wasp. He's a beaut. You know, like. <laughs> I'm like, dang, Steve Irwin, you're right. I'll let this dude sting me. I told you, bro. I told you you didn't want yeah, me to go first, I'm bro. Think, and I'm like trying to think of all the dead celebrities and like who would be. I'm, uh, I mean, I kind of want to say Sean Connery just so he can like I can like not to be friends with him, just so he can he's see what like life is. Sexually a shelter. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna be he's in like, your ear. Why are you asking for consent? He's like, he's like, oh, no, he's, this is a joke. He's, he's acting right now. That's why he's not sticking his penis inside of her. <laughs> uh, I got a couple others that I think would be pretty dope. Uh, not really sure what they do for me, but uh, Ben Franklin would be fine. I mean, this dude would be inventing all sorts of, all sorts of shit, dude. He'd be, he'd be like, hey, that's awesome little machine you have there try to do this with it and i'd be like that's sick ben franklin thanks uh freddie mercury would probably yeah. be a fun uh a fun person to follow around i feel like uh martin luther king would look down on me for my lifestyle so i'm not uh you know he's a reverend and stuff like I, i'm just gonna steer clear of the church folk for sure Albert Einstein, Pat, you know, just become mm, the smartest man in the world, pretty much. No, see, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I hear what you're saying, but like, I just don't feel like it'd be like that. Like, it feels like he's not going to be able to communicate with me properly. Yeah. He's too smart, you know? 
Uh, I'm George Carlin. Uh, that is a uh, a top notch. Or Mitch Hedberg, if we're going comedian style. Uh, either of those two would be fantastic. How would Heath Ledger be? That could be fun for a little bit. Maybe until who he starts the, trying to convince you to do heroin. Yeah, who would be the worst? Because I already know who the worst okay. for me would be. Robin Williams would be the absolute fucking worst. Well, you do hate the guy. Not just so. that, but like it would be like that episode of. Have you seen the episode of Family Guy where Robin Williams keeps cloning himself, but he only plays different characters that he plays? Like Peter Griffin, like makes a wish, and he's like, oh, "I wish, I wish everyone was Robin Williams." And everyone in the world is different versions of Robin Williams. He's like, this is too much. And everyone, they're all making like, ha 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 ha, I'm Robin Williams. I'm Robin Williams in this. Ha ha. Hey there. Ha ha. Laughter will fix you. And it's like, oh my God. And he just ends up. Uh, <laughs> I do have one more good follower. Uh, Mr. Rogers would be awesome. Uh, number one. Ooh, you know who? J.R. Tolkien. Yeah, that would be sweet. Except for he'd just describe everything that he saw to you. Imagine like your entire long... life narrated by J.R. Tolkien, though. Like, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, but like, you know, when you walk out the door and you're on the sixth page of the bird that chirped at you, dude, it's just like, I got stuff to do today. The world's a little faster pace now, Jay. Um, I think a, a not fun one. Walt Disney does uh, not seem like he would be a I fun mean, oh, guy. Man, you- the anti-Semitism from him would just get insane. Not even the racism at all. Like, if obviously that's a, a downer for sure. But just like it just feels like he's trying to make everything magical. But like within his own terms of magical. Like yeah. he's like, oh, this is such a magical day. It'd be so much better if that Jewish guy wasn't over there. It's like, <laughs> shut up, Walt. Get out of my face, dude. Um, Stan Lee. Stan Lee would be. He would be awesome. He would be Hugh good. Would that be oh, Hugh Hefner? I feel be like sick. the problem with that is I feel like I'd like as a married guy. He'd be like he would be in hell. He'd be like, well, this is just the worst. He'd be more mad that he's my ghost. He's like, so no robes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not a single Whitney Houston though would be Ooh, terrible to yeah. be around all the time. Uh, I, I could definitely say that. I just imagine if like we get stuck with a ghost, I get stuck with Whitney Houston, you get stuck with Heath Ledger and they're, they're just they're honestly like, though. Heath Ledger wouldn't be so bad until he started trying to convince you to do heroin. Yeah. You know, like that would be the worst part yeah, about would, him. Now, Andy Warhol would be pretty bad too. I feel like for sure. For sure. Any artist. Yeah. If you start getting into artists like Picasso, like that'd be the worst. <laughs> so depressing. That would be the worst. You know, Pica- Da Vinci wouldn't be horrible. He'd be, I don't know. he would spend he more time terrible. like, what is this? What is all this? And I'll tell you, and I want to be very clear that I don't dislike this person, but I don't think I'd want him to be a ghost following me around. Kobe Bryant. That would be a rough ghost because because I'm yeah. never going to do anything as good as Kobe yeah, Bryant would do. It, and I'd so, be like, man, I'm sorry I'm wasting your time here. Right. <laughs> exactly. He's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> He's like the Black Mamba. Can't be out, but I wish I would. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you another good Have one. Have you ever seen Big Mouth? I imagine it's like the ghost like that. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman would be a fun uh, a fun guy to have around ghost-wise. Um, you know who might be a little annoying as Elvis? a ghost? Elvis would probably be annoying as a ghost. Because it also depends on which Elvis you get. Young Elvis or old Elvis? Because two very different lifestyles. Old Elvis for sure. Young Elvis though, maybe. You know, because I mean, different time. Like he was like a really outlandish guy, but it's not like he's not like on time with it. You know, I just feel like it would be a little much. Kenny Rogers might be pretty annoying. Yeah. Ghost to have Bob Marley would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that you'd ever see it. Like he would get high and forget to follow you. <laughs> He'd forget to haunt you, dude. 
Um, I mean, now we're just listing dead celebrities. Uh, I'll tell you who would be terrible, though. Saddam Hussein. He does not seem to be like a Ooh. fun guy yeah. to have as a ghost. Uh, I mean, I don't know the guy personally. He may have been fine. Obviously, we could go with Hitler. He'd be terrible. Ugh, he would yeah. be a terrible follower. My lifestyle just does not mesh up with his uh, his thought process. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he would be it would be rough. Uh, you know, like uh, we could really get into like the nitty gritty and like. I'd be like, you know, like some random person's grandmother. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, your grandmother's dead? Like, oh, yeah, she haunts me. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's plenty that would um, that would be uh, a, an, an acceptable ghost and then a non-acceptable ghost. I'm, I'm trying to look through some list of dead people here. I mean, I'm finding lots of different options, but a lot of these people are not celebrities. It's just like they pulled up regular people. <laughs> They're like, this just guy's going, dead. They're just going through the natural obituaries. I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I'm finding like philosophers and stuff. Like, I'll tell you, like, I would like one of like the big Greek philosophers like Socrates or Plato or uh, Aristotle. You know, they'd be cool. I mean, I feel like they would be like, pushing their agenda on me and stuff yeah. but like i'd just be like suck eggs buddy like i'm getting drunk today yeah drunk especially drunk like not. some people like, who are like you know big parts of history and then you find out they're pretty horrible people yeah I it's mean, like hey george washington's my ghost is like oh he's pretty racist yeah but he would be like a good ghost dad. like i mean i'm not saying that like obviously the racism is terrible but like he didn't seem overtly yeah. racist. He seemed he would just like have to like correct me. Generally like, racist. Be like, hey, George, buddy, gotta stop calling him boy. It's getting <laughs> yeah. a little old now, man. Right, man. Like, uh, this is different times now. Yeah. And he's like, listen, well, they're allowed to drive. Okay. They're, they're allowed <laughs> to vote. They're allowed to drive. <laughs> you, you can't call them, hey, you. You're going to have to, at least in my head, you're going to have to call them name. Although, I think one of these racist ghosts is going to like really like mess you up and like really. Because they're just going to be in the background of you. They're going to make you more racist and sexist is the problem. That's the problem with the racist ghost is that you're not going to really even be able to help it because nobody else can see this ghost. Yeah. And so basically it's just like an inner monologue essentially is what this is. And like, you know, I would have, I would imagine eventually with a, a terrible racist ghost that you would eventually just go crazy. Yeah trying to tell people it's like this is not me that thinks this this is it's walt disney <laughs> it's a walt disney that it's feels like, this sure, way buddy. it feels this way all right uh let's move on to this or that time to cast your vote vote your cast choose your pick pick your choice make a decision and take a side for this or that All righty. Never be able to say please or never be able to say thank you ever again. I hate this because I'm a big pleaser and a thank youer. Yeah. I think it's, I think you have, I think there's, as somebody that really enjoys both and does both for most things, I think there's an obvious answer to me. You got to give up please. Yeah. Because you can still say, form your question nicely. Like, like hey, bud, do you mind getting that for me? Right. Exactly. But the thank you thing is like a rough thing to give up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would, I would have to say giving up plea because then you can't even hit them with a like, 
I mean, I would imagine it's your it's question. Dope. You can't be like, no problem, because that's essentially a. Oh, I guess that's a. That's all. Uh, that's an welcome. place that's for your welcome, welcome, which would have been easy to get rid of. I, I don't. Thank I, you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like. Uh, I don't you can't like, hit him with gracias, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know that's the saying? different language. Gracias, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah. I'm guessing you can't be like hit him with like an I appreciate you, you know, cause that's the same thing. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, please. Like it's still a little rude to me, but like you could get away with it without it. Yeah. You just have to be rude. like, you have to, on the upfront, you like, Hey man, is there any way you could do me a huge favor? And I'm like, and then the, like, I would be so appreciative of that. Yeah. You know, like there's so many ways. But I feel to like even that, please. like I feel like this should be like the get rid of like the so if it would make it harder where it's like you can't even say something that replaces it. Like you're either being you have to choose to be rude on the front or the end. And I'm yeah, still choosing to be rude on the on the front because like they don't have to do it for me. Exactly. Not, but like if they do something for me that I didn't ask, then I'm then I have to be rude about it. And I'm like, oh yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. What Give I, up the please. You know, speaking no of this, question. I hate I do not like saying you're welcome. For some things, because, for example, if it's something that I'm like, have no problem when I when I hear people say you're welcome, it makes me think that they like it was like a bother to them. So, like, if I do something that is not a big deal for me, I don't say you're welcome. I say no problem because it's, it wasn't a problem. Well, that is when the- I hear you're welcome. It may, when I say you're welcome, it makes me th- I, I feel like they think that like it was way out of my way and I didn't want to do. It. Well, that is that is the difference between the two. Honestly, though, is that you're welcome is saying that this was something that was out of my way, whereas no problem means that. It wasn't any problem. Yeah. This wasn't. A, and, it's, it's literally yeah. the difference and, you know, between growing, the two. And obviously, you know, our generation, like we recognize that. But boomers, they don't. Boomers, if you don't say you're welcome, they're like, that's rude. I'm like, well, no, right. because it wasn't it wasn't an issue for me. It wasn't a bother to me. So I'm not. It I'm, was no problem. Yeah. This is like you do. You say thank you to somebody that's at their job. And it's like, no problem. Like I had to do it. Yeah. You know, like this is part of my job for sure. There is a big difference between those two. While not being any difference at all, uh, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, the show a lot of times does not. So, yeah. but all right, let's move on to what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. I'm going to give you a chance to keep thinking. Yeah. Well, I've, I've you... got mine now. I just okay. didn't write it down. Okay. So uh, if you want me to go, I can. If you want to go first, go Doesn't for it. matter. So go for it. this is going to start this off with a question. If you're at a traffic jam, how far away from the next turn up is it okay to start driving on the side, on like the 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 side? Not not a side road, but you know, like the, the shoulder of the road. How how far off is it okay to get on the shoulder and drive up to the next turn? I would say it's you got to be... Within sight distance of that turn, turn. Yeah, it can't be a long way, in my opinion. So uh, last week I was, you know, on uh, on two thirty one coming into Murfreesboro from Shelbyville. Uh, I was stuck in a traffic jam and I the only reason I could see the red light is because I'm up on the higher part of the hill. It was a good mile and a half, two miles. That's too far. And people are on the shoulder zooming past me. Now, the problem is the traffic, the, the accident was so bad. They were detouring people to that turn. So people, when he, when the guy on the shoulder got there, the people in the lane to go straight were having to turn right yeah, because there was no turn lane. It's just, he turned right. So then he got caught at that light trying to turn into a, into a single lane and then everyone got screwed up. And I mean, it was a lot of cars doing way too far. It can, it's gotta be uh pretty much like, 
where you were already going to be rolling over anyway. Yeah. If you, you, you were already prepping the turn. Yeah, and that's, so that's what's not my stick. It's just assholes on the road. You know, I, I know it's one of my, you know, listen, 95% me- of our complaints that are not sports are just basically people yeah. driving. Oh, dude, I felt so bad this past weekend. I was driving and I ended up, I accidentally blocked the box because somebody in front of me stopped ah. way too early. I would have had it, but the guy in front of me left like a full car's length but in front of him. it's on you. Yeah. You know, it's on and you. luckily I was like looking at the red light on my left. I'm like, all right, all right. And I was able to go before it turned green. So I ended up not blocking the box, but I like waved to the guy because the guy like I saw the guy do the uh I was like, my bad. And he, I think he could tell the guy in front of me stopped way too early. He stopped short. Yeah. yeah he, he, stopped. Was, he was, uh, he was, uh, and this guy. But at the end of the day, I was the one blocking the box. Right. I did the, uh, you know, today I, I had to, to go to the office and get some supplies. And so I was turning into a gas station. I needed some gas. And like, I had a similar situation where like the guy was like waiting way too far back for somebody to back up. And now I'm kind of blocking the road. And so like, I hated myself. I, I did the courtesy wave as well. Like you can hate me. It was like that time that somebody was blocking the box in Nashville before a Preds game. And like, I was like honking and yelling at them and stuff. And they, they hit me with this. They hit me with the hands up at the bus in front of them. And then like, it's like, yeah, but you did that. Like you yeah. went in the road. Like you didn't have to go in the road. I'm I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I hate it when I'm that guy, but it's it it's a big man to admit when they're that guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, so my I have I have a sports and a non-sports. Well, sort of. My sports is is the inside information guy. The oh, well, I heard that this is happening and it's like they have no real information they just like heard somebody else say it and so yeah just the i heard guy uh the uh the inside info guy that's you know it's one thing you're just chatting it up with with boy your boys or whatever and it's like hey i've been reading about this or whatever but just like you're talking to somebody random and they're like hey I've got the scoop for you. <laughs> I heard that. And it's not remotely true whatsoever. So the inside information guy snaps my stick yeah. for sure. I have an anti-snaps my stick, bro. I guess it's both of our anti-snaps our sticks. You can't tag along <laughs> I, on I'm this. tagging on. You can't tag on it. Consider it tagged. <laughs> bro, we are recording at tailgate this week. Yeah. I, I think I've told this story a hundred times. I love tailgate so much. I was there for opening weekend when they came to Nashville. Had a tour from the owner. I mean, I love tailgate. I've loved tailgate for a long time. I'm so pumped to record there this weekend, man. man. I am jazzed up, brother. All right, everyone. See some of you on Saturday. and We'll see you all next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod. 